There's going to be at least one time in your life where you feel underappreciated and overworked. Sometimes we find ourselves in positions where we are waiting on circumstances to change before we can feel good. Oh, I'll feel better about myself as a mother when my kids start making good grades or acting right or being more respectful. I'll feel better about myself as a woman when I have a man that does all of these things. I'll feel better about myself as a wife when my husband starts doing the things that I feel like he should do. I'll feel like a better soldier or a better leader when all the people at work start doing their job and not being so negative and all of these other circumstances that we're waiting for to change in order for us to feel good and thrive and be happy. What's up, you guys? I'm Coach K. Welcome back to another episode of the Serving, Evolving, and Thriving Podcast. Today, we're talking about ways that you can control your own environment. Let's get into this episode. I woke up this morning thinking about the reactive woman. I woke up this morning thinking about the woman that waits on things to get better in order for her to feel better or to be more happy. Believe it or not, a lot of the women that I work with have just accepted their circumstances as normal and are miserable, but feel like there's nothing they can do to improve their happiness. And so um, in this book that we're reading in the Thrive Legion called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, it is talking about being proactive right now. And I feel like that is something that so many of you need to start incorporating into your life. So when we go into units or we go into, we think about our homes and what's going on in our lives, you know, some of the circumstances may not be things that we like, or we may be feeling miserable or feeling like we would much rather not even be there. But let me tell you something. When you start to take control of your mind, you can start to control your environment or the way you interact or the way that you exist within your environment. When you give other people the power to make you feel good or bad based on what they do and the way circumstances are, then it's almost like you're allowing them to control your life, right? When your kids are cutting up because they have chosen to cut up or your husband or, you know, whatever the situation may be, the people at work are, you know, all out of whack because they're choosing to make those decisions and it's bringing you down. I want you to think about where your mindset is. Are you allowing these people to control the way that you feel, control your environment? And if if you are, I want you to start taking control of your own environment, taking control of your mind, being proactive about the way you go into situations. What can I do in these situations to make things better? A lot of people are waiting on things to happen instead of doing what they can. You, if you are waiting on somebody to change in order for you to feel better, sis, you are being reactive. Oh, I'll feel better when they change or when they do what I want them to do. No, instead of figuring out what you can do in order to feel better in that situation. What if these people never change, right? What if they never change? Does that mean you'll never be happy? That's exactly what it means. So we have to be proactive about doing something different mentally. Um, Sometimes we do what we know based on how we were raised, how we were brought up in the army or the military, the things that we saw, type of leaders that we've had, the impact they had on our lives. And we're just doing what we know, going through the motions. But you have so much more power than just allowing things to happen to you. Waiting on good things to happen to you when you know that you want a better life It's simply taking a chance. It's luck if it comes and if it happens to you. Ain't nobody got time for that. So I want you to 
to evaluate yourself right now. I want you to evaluate where you are at home, in your home life, in your relationships, in your finances, in your spiritual journey, in your professional journey. I want you to evaluate how you feel in all of those areas of your life and determine if you have been being reactive or proactive. If you're simply waiting on things to happen to you, things to improve and things to get better without thinking you don't have to do any work, you are being in denial. You're not thinking proactively. Sis, you're going to be waiting for a very long time if that's the mindset that you have. So I'm calling you out of that today. Today, I'm challenging you to start developing a different type of mindset, a a mindset that allows you to go into a negative environment and be the change that everybody needs for people to you to walk into work and people asking, how are you so happy every day? Because I choose to be happy. I don't know what you choose to do every day, but I choose to be happy. For you to come home and the kids to be cutting up or, you know, whatever is going on in the house and you to still be able to show positivity for you to be able to figure out how can I make things better? What can I do? How can I be a better mother? How can I be a better woman? How can I put myself in a position to be better and improve the things that I can instead of stressing and worrying and being down about the things that I have no control over? I want you to think about your life right now and evaluate that. And I want you to be honest. If you're being reactive, I think it's time to make a change. So you get to thinking about whether you're a proactive or reactive person. There are a couple more things I want you to think about. I want you to think about your dependency. Like what are you depending on or who are you depending on for your happiness? Is it based on things that you can control or is it based on Um, what other people do for you, how other people treat you, you know, other people motivating you and pushing you and things like that? Or are you dependent on, you know, yourself? For me, I found out that I'm not reliable enough to depend on because I changed my mind. Sometimes I want to punch somebody in the face and I can't depend on that because that's going to get me into situations that I may not want to, um, be in in my life and I can't depend on people because sometimes people change when you're doing what they want you to do they like you when you make them mad they don't like you so that's going to change and shift one thing that I've learned to depend on and that's God is has been God for me Um, when I go for a job and I put my all into it and I don't get it, I have to rely on his word that says, I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and to plans to give you an expected end. So I know that just because one door is shut, it doesn't mean that life is over. I have something to trust because I know that he's consistent when it comes to my life because he has a plan for me. So those are the kind of things that have kind of kept me and it gives me a foundation of how I should act and how I should respond. So I found that for myself after relying on my man, relying on people, because I was let down so many times. And, you know, after experiencing that, I wanted to find something that was consistent. And for me, that is where I found God and my relationship with Christ has 
you know, really improved my life and given me the stability that I need when people ain't acting right. And so I want you to think about what you're depending on, what's guiding your life and the way you make decisions and the way you respond to the things you do and do not want to happen in life, because that is going to be a part of your life, sis. Things are going to happen that you cannot control. And so I want you to think about where is your dependency and how you respond in situations like that. And that's a good place for you to start figuring out, okay, what do I really stand for and how do I become okay with the things that I cannot control? You have to do some soul searching and figure that out for yourself. The next thing I want you to consider is how much work are you putting in when it comes to you growing and your life improving? Some people are satisfied with surface level happiness because that's easy, right? You get promoted or you go to work and you work your job, you get your money and now you're happy, right? You can make your kids look good. You can make, you know, things look good on the outside and you can have all of these things, the material things. The fact that you're doing better than other people or the people in your family or the town that you come from looking good. Since you might have a banging body and that may be enough for you. You're making good money now and that may be enough for you. You may feel like, oh, I'm happy. You know what? I'm straight. But at the same time, I want you to go a little bit deeper. People don't want to do that work, right? Because it takes you having um, uncomfortable conversations with yourself and with other people. Why do you continue to tell me that my attitude is bad? Why do you continue to tell me that I don't know how to deal with people or that um, I'm hard to work with or you can't talk to me or you can't approach me? You know, you have to go deeper and figure out, you know, why are people, why do people feel that way about me? Why do I not like who I am when I'm by myself, when I look in the mirror and I'm alone and it's just me? You know, you have to go deeper than the outside and surface level things and getting to the root of your identity. It takes commitment and it takes hard work. And so that's one of those things where you have to be committed to putting in work, to work on yourself, to read more books, to notice when there's a gap in your character. There's some things that you need to work on. You have to be wise enough to say, man, I'm struggling with this and I'm going to get the help that I need so I can be a better person, a better mom, a better wife, just a better woman in general. But if we never go past the surface level happiness, then we will never get to the root of our identity. We'll end up living a majority of our life and then getting to a point and wondering why the material things don't satisfy us. Why having all the money and having the ideal relationship does not satisfy us because we haven't went deeper than the surface level happiness. I want you to think about it and I want you to evaluate yourself and see where you need to go a little bit deeper. So ladies, at this point, you've determined whether you're proactive or reactive, and you've started to think a little bit deeper about um, your dependency, what you're relying on, who you're relying on, what you're committed to, who you're um, committed to, and what are the returns on those commitments? How are those commitments going to pay off for you? You're starting to think a little bit deeper about who you truly are and getting past the surface level happiness in order to figure out what truly and genuinely makes you happy. And are you truly and genuinely happy? Um, This stuff may seem a little harsh at first because especially if you haven't 
you know, spend any time doing this deep work within yourself, it may seem like, man, I don't know who I am. I don't know where I am. We all there when we start this process or this journey. So please do not get discouraged. This is just stuff I want you to start thinking about now instead of waiting until 20 years down the line and realizing that you've done none of this work. Um, It's only going to make you better, ladies. So once again, thank you for checking out the Serving, Evolving, and Thriving podcast. If you are not a member of the Thrive Legion over on Facebook, I'm going to put the link below. You can join us where we have weekly mentorship meetups. Um, We allow you to ask questions, find mentors, and I really want you guys to be active in that group. So Um, we can improve and grow professionally and personally. And then also um, starting October 1st, I am launching a Thrive Challenge. It's a 90-day challenge to help you get prepared for 2021. I'm going to teach you about mindset, finances, how to come up with budgets, how to improve your um, lower your debt. I'm going to teach you about um, how to improve your self-esteem, um, how to work personally with you about getting a vision for your life, kind of figuring out where your purpose starts so that you know who you are inside and outside of work, the uniform, and supporting your family. So if that's something that you're interested in, it is a paid challenge, but I'll put the link below if you want to interview for that challenge. I'm only accepting 12 women into the challenge. And if that's something that you would like to be a part of, you can click the link, get on the schedule, and I can help you make this last quarter your best quarter yet so that you're not waiting to 2021 to go into and become the best version of yourself. Sis, you can start today. So if that interests you, go ahead and head over to that link. And if not, I will see you guys um, on the next episode of the Serving, Evolving, and Thriving podcast. Get out there, be proactive, be the change that people need to see in your family and in your work environment. Um, Let's go.